from Ukraine. That was a group called Troya Zilia, which translates as Three Herbs and a combination, a medley of two songs, a Ukrainian folk song, Payamo, and of course that ever-recognizable Take Five by Dave Brubeck. Vitaju vas vsih dorihi radiju suhači na radiju peredaču naš holos radiju krinskoho korinja. Na radiju stanci CHLY oden 0 oden sim FM umisti nenajmo. Hovorit Pavlina, djakuju, što rišale prebuta zimnoju na stupnu hodenu. Hello there and welcome to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host Pavlina and I am delighted to have you with me for this hour. We've got some great uh, programming coming up for you, Ukrainian Jewish heritage and an interesting project in the western Ukrainian city of Lviv as well, a book review and this is um, an Encore presentation of a book that, or two books actually, by a Vancouver author who has written a couple of thrillers based on Ukrainian current events as well as some throwbacks to history with incredible parallels. So if you haven't heard it before and you haven't read the books, you're going to want to tune into this because they are very good. I would say the author is a Ukrainian, uh, Tom Clancy. As well, we've got our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is Ukrainian singer Volodymyr Verminsky and Oyupoli Ruta Ruta, a red rue in the field. Шануй мене, мій маленький, баняли шкрихітка. Як не нимиш шанувати, не будеш нямати, бо я тобі не грушечка в саду коштувати. Бо грушечку покуштуєш, та й далі закинеш. А без неї молодої марно ти загинеш. Було тобі не рубати зеленого дуба, Було тобі та й не брати, коли ти не люба. Hey! Не рубати зеленого дуба Було тобі, та й не брати, коли ти не люба Було милий не ламати зелену ліщину Було милий, та й не брати молоду дівчину Nine, 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 nine,
Ukrainian folk group Express with a Veselovsky tango called Hutsulka Ksenia. And from South America to the southern eastern part of the states, the Cajun area, here is Jaden Chornoboy from Steinbach with the Cajun Two Step.
Slušajte radio predaču Naš Holos Radio Krinskoho Korinja na radiostanciji CHLY 101 Sim FM u mjestinu Najmo. Hovorit Pavina. You're listening to Naš Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavina. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. Welcome to Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm Peter Baeger. Leszek Alerhan vividly remembers that day in the summer of 1941, when he was a 10-year-old boy. The Germans had recently occupied the city of Lviv. Two civilians wearing armbands came to his family's flat and warned them not to leave the building. The Allerhands were puzzled when they watched a giant water tank roll onto their street. Soon the street was enveloped with fumes and heavy smoke. The family fled their building through an unguarded back way and began a desperate saga of hiding and survival. And so the historic heart of the oldest Jewish neighborhood on what is now called Staroyevreska Street went up in flames. German soldiers set on fire the 16th-century Golden Rose Synagogue, the city synagogue, and the Beth Hamidrash, a house of learning, and the site remained derelict for decades. A fascinating article by the journalist Alessa Yaramchuk in a recent edition of the online journal The Ukrainians recounts this destruction and the 21st-century Ukrainian response to acknowledge and commemorate this loss. A memorial complex called the Space of Synagogues dedicated last September, now occupies the historic site. Sofia Diak is the director of the Center for Urban History of East Central Europe, a Lviv non-profit that helped initiate and coordinate the project. She explained to Public Radio International the reasoning behind the concept. She pointed out, it's about signaling a story of absence while also telling a story of presence. Lviv has had a rich Jewish history for centuries, and before the Second World War, up to a third of the city's population was Jewish. The Holocaust wiped out the community. Decades of Soviet neglect and hostility to the Jewish heritage Lviv, as well as indifference after Ukrainian independence, dimmed the public's memory and their understanding of a vital component of the city's history. Lviv Center for Urban History held a conference in 2008 to commemorate the history of Jews in Lviv. The architectural historian Sergei Krautsev of Hebrew University in Jerusalem led a guided tour of the site. This prompted the discussions that led to the 2010 international competition for designs for the space of synagogues. There was a lively debate over the idea. Some members of the Jewish community feel the Golden Rose Synagogue should be rebuilt and revived as a working house of prayer. Others argued this was not currently practical. A determined coalition pushed the project through to completion. This coalition included the Executive Committee of the Lviv City Council, the City's Office of Historical Environment Preservation, the Center for Urban History, and the German International Development Agency, GIZ. Lviv's Hasid Area Jewish Charity Fund, the U.S.-based Gesher Galicia Genealogy Association, and the Israel-based Association of Commemoration Lviv Jewish Heritage and Sites joined in. The sponsors commissioned two German architects from Berlin, Sophie Janke and Franz Reschke, for the project. 
The project documents were finalized by the Ukrainian architect Yuri Stoliarov. The Berlin architects designed an open area with different installations. They explained their concept to the German broadcaster DW. We interpreted three separate atmospheres, Reshka said. For the Beth Hamadrash, he and Yanka strove to convey a vivid character and open spaces. A large grass square occupies the area where the building stood, with white stone blocks outlining its contours. The remains of the Golden Rose Synagogue have been cleaned up but left standing as they were. We wanted the authentic runes so that people reflected over the destruction of these buildings, Reshka said. And in the center of these two is a structure called perpetuation. It is a line of irregular vertical stone slabs etched with photos and quotes from the Vio's one-time Jewish residents. We wanted to show that there was a rich history before, said Yanke. But then, in the middle of the line, there's a space. This is when fear came. After that, the stones break down and get lower. There aren't quotes on the last stones, because the future is still to be written, she said. Jewish scholars from around the world contributed the quotes for consideration. Ada Dianova and Rabbi Siva Finnerman of Livius Hasid area organized the intense town hall discussions within the Jewish community that decided by vote which quotes to include. Despite all the debates and local controversies, the space of synagogues has been successfully woven into the emerging urban landscape of Livio, and the memorial complex does not prevent the reconstruction of the Golden Rose Synagogue should that prove feasible in the future. And Dr. Leshek Allerhand, now 85 years old, was on hand at the opening of the memorial to bear witness. The memorial is beginning to make an impact beyond Livio. The Space of Synagogues was nominated for the Mies van der Rohe Prize. This award from the European Commission and the Mies van der Rohe Fund recognizes innovations in contemporary architecture and the generation of new ideas for the European environment. This is the first project from Ukraine to be nominated. Meyer Balaban, the outstanding historian of Polish and Galician Jews, evoke the spirit of the past of the Jewish community of Lviv in the early 20th century. His words, written before the horrors to come and before his own death in the Warsaw Ghetto in 1942, are among the texts featured in the space of synagogues and are particularly resonant today. Balaban wrote, The entire history of the Jews in this city comes together in this close, fenced-in little courtyard. And from the old walls of the synagogue, the cold, the frost of the ages beat down, the shudder of four long centuries. Walk through these streets with me, enter these buildings that for centuries have hidden so many contradictions, so many things elevated and base. Reconstruct in your fantasy what is no more. This has been Ukrainian Jewish Heritage on Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. From San Francisco, I'm Peter Baeger. Until next time, Shalom. 
Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto, Ontario. To find out more about their work, visit their website and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Transcripts and audio files of this and earlier broadcasts of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage are available at their website, ukrainianjewishencounter.org, as well as at the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com.
and a Ukrainian country singer who also happens to be of Ukrainian heritage. That was Sonia Lee with a song from her Ukrainian album, Vizhcherova Serzia from the Heart, and that was Dehore Karpate in the Carpathian Mountains. Bringing it north of the border, this is Dovira coming up next. They're from Toronto, and their take on a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Yikau Yikau Kozak Mistom, a Kozak came into town.
Ви слухайте радіопрограму «Наш голос» радіо українського коріння, котра подається вам на хвилі CHLY 1017 FM у місті Нанаймо. Говорить Павліна. You're listening to Nasholus Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live at CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host Paulina. Winnipeg band by the name of High Profile from their CD, Tribute to Ukrainian Heritage, and a traditional Ukrainian folk song, Oi Chorna, Yes Chorna, I'm a Dark-Eyed Beauty. Also from Winnipeg, a duo that goes by the name of Mickey and Eugene with a very traditional sound. 
from going back, oh, quite a few years. And uh, this is a Ros Chacha Polka. Corner Book Reviews by Myra Junik Ukrainian Stories in English In this edition of Knishka Corner we look at two books by Vancouver author Miroslav Patriu Miroslav Patriu's Yaroslav's Treasure and the sequel Yaroslav's Revenge explore the current political and economic situation in Ukraine, as well as the history of a nation ravaged by invaders for hundreds of years. Perhaps the most remarkable aspect of these novels is the writer's extensive research and insight into Russian influence in Ukraine. 
The current crisis in Ukraine was no surprise to Petriu, since he predicted it in his two novels. In the prologue to Yaroslav's treasure, Batu Khan is attacking Kiev in 1240. In order to save the great library of Yaroslav the Wise, Ratibor, the leader of the Ukrainian warriors, seals it in an underground cave. It will stay hidden until 2003, when another Yaroslav, a Ukrainian-Canadian university student from Vancouver, discovers an ancient family treasure in Lviv. The treasure is a chronicle written over 750 years ago, detailing the location of the priceless lost library. Yarko's every move is watched by Russian agents who want to recover the Great Library for their own political purposes. While all of this is going on, Yarko falls in love with Ksenia, whose brother Vlotko is a policeman helping Yarko to find the treasure. As the quest unfolds, Ukraine experiences political change during the controversial election of President Yushchenko and the Orange Revolution, which tries to overthrow Ukraine's sham independence and staged democracy. Yaroslav's Revenge is the sequel to Yaroslav's Treasure. The political intrigue and non-stop action continue. It is now 2006, and Yarko is in Lviv working for Halimpex, the world's largest producer of glass Christmas tree ornaments. He acts as a courier for a clandestine organization fighting Russian influence in Ukraine. In the political sphere, Viktor Yanukovych has become the prime minister as the Orange Revolution slowly unravels. Yarko is determined to return the 11th century map of Vineland discovered in the Great Library of Yaroslav the Wise to Canada. Then his boss, Bogdan Dachko, is assassinated. Yarko gets involved in a complex web of intrigue which involves the KGB, the Mossad, nuclear weapons, Ukrainian government corruption, the Russian Black Sea Fleet, and drug smuggling. Historical figures such as President Yushchenko and his wife Katerina, Alexander Litvinenko, Vladimir Putin, and Stephen Harper appear alongside Petrio's fictional characters, making this highly suspenseful novel more realistic. Miroslav Petrio is a gifted storyteller who gives readers amazing insights into Ukrainian history and current events. He also provides a window into the reality of being a young Ukrainian-Canadian. As Yarko considers visiting Ukraine on his European vacation in Yaroslav's treasure, Petrio tells readers, Yarko was boiling over from all the subtle pressure a young Ukrainian feels all his life. Learn the language, sing the songs, read the books, find a Ukrainian girl, and so on. Miroslav Petriu is a retired engineer who has a passion for history. He was recognized for his work in the Ukrainian community with the Taras Shevchenko Medal in 2008. His first novel, Yaroslav's Treasure, was originally written in Ukrainian and was awarded the Anna Pidruchny Award for New Writers in 2002. It was published in English in 2009. His second novel, Yaroslav's Revenge, 
was published in 2012. Each novel contains a series of very informative maps, as well as a comprehensive glossary of terms. The Orange Revolution and the events of the Maidan awakened many Ukrainians throughout the world to their history and the reality of Russian influence in Ukraine. Miroslav Petriu's two novels, Yaroslav's Treasure and Yaroslav's Revenge, should be required reading for everyone who wants to learn more about Ukrainian history and current events. These books are available at Amazon, Chapters, and Kuta Uma. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. Слухайте радіо передачу наш голос радіо Кримського Коріння на радіостанції CHLY 1017 This is Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you from CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host this hour, Pavlina. <laughs>
Here's what's happening this week in central Vancouver Island's Ukrainian community. On Saturdays at 6 p.m., tune in to the Vancouver edition of Nash Holos on AM1320 or streaming online at am1320.com. As well, the international edition airs on AM, FM, shortwave, and satellite radio in over 20 countries on the PCJ radio network. You can get the podcast links at the Nash Holos website. And here in Nanaimo, Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasts live every Wednesday to the north and central Vancouver Island, Gulf Island, Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and greater Vancouver listening areas. So at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, please join me, Pavlina, and at 12 noon, Oksana, for two hours of the best in Ukrainian news, folklore, and music here on CHLY, Radio Malaspina, 101.7 FM on the radio dial, and streaming online at chly.ca. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nash Holos and Oksana and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nashholos.com.
CD entitled Theme, which means seven. That was Kalena from Winnipeg and the Grassroots Waltz. Before, before them, you heard Millennia from Edmonton from their third CD called Bracha, which means brothers, and a song about Oresia. Tsihodenu Polazvame Pavina, Nahadiuve Sohite Radio Pratamu Nash Holos Radio Krinskoho Kurinya, Zolashaitis Yazname Nastupnu Hudenu. Dali perdeu microfono oxani. Zaprosiu posukete troche pro historiu i tradeci ros povisto oxana. Ala peretemia kochu zalashetevaste kemeslavame mudrostea. Kto vorohovi pidaetia toi nemateme shtastia. And our proverb of the week translates as he who gives in to his enemy will never enjoy prosperity. Well, my time with you is about up, and we've got one last toe tapper for you. Iwan, or Anton Ivasuk, rather, with Jason's Polka. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next hour. Meanwhile, please join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. And until then, do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. And make sure to visit the Nasholos website, www.nasholos.com, where you can get links to the podcast, our blog, and other information. So stay tuned next for the Nasholos Ukrainian Hour with Oksana, followed by World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Calcoat, and at 2 p.m. join our own Gord Bibby for two hours of Groovin' with Bibby G. I'm Pavlina, thanks so much for listening. Dozu Sidichi.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.